What's up? Hey. Hey, we're here. Hey, beer. Hey, beer. This is the beer. Cheers. Beer's here. <laughs> that was good. 6.2. Dude. <clears throat> For Very... a Budweiser Copper Lager. Uh-huh. So it's aged with barrels of Jim Beam. Mm-hmm. So this can't be anything too special. It's Budweiser. But dude... 6.2. Yeah. Tastes kind of good. Yeah. What do you think? I think it's great. I know. <laughs> do you want do you want me to tell you the great story behind how I found it? Oh, yeah, <clears throat> definitely. We found a buyer for Tara's truck. Oh, you did? Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm Thank you. I, no money in hand, so hold on. We'll have a real celebration. Give me the whole thing. All right, well, and yeah. if you can, I want you to recap the bed story because that's a great one that we need to share with listeners. Oh, from Offer Up. Yeah. Okay, I can do that. So, the truck boy. Um, do, doing stuff on local apps, five miles off or up, let go, and obviously and notoriously Craigslist. I'd rather be dead. I found my newest roommate on Craigslist. That's uh, n- not roommate, the great. guy to take over my lease. Well, I think dealing with human beings, like human trafficking, so finding a roommate, that is easier <laughs> on Craigslist. But items... So much spam and so many scams and it's it's so many flaky people. It's spam horrible. and scams. Yeah. So I figured, all right, I'm going to get serious. You know, Tara and I got the truck inspected. Everything's great. And I figured I'm going to put it on. I'm going to try my first vehicle on eBay. <clears throat> did, by the way, real quick. Did you ever try taking it to? Um, no. What's it called? Nope. Didn't even. But what's Car-Max? the name? Thank Car-Max. Car-Max, thank you. Didn't even give it a shot because uh, friend Rim Job, he mm-hmm. convinced us it was actually a waste of our time yeah and he's right especially after just dealing with private buyers i was hoping that you would do it just because i wanted to see how embarrassingly low they were yeah and i i I just didn't want to waste my time Uh i just totally was like you know what i'm not doing this so anyways put it on ebay motors and it was down to like pretty early on there were two buyers who were communicating with me frequently the one guy nice he quickly fairly within a week and a half i'll say because there was there were several watchers, and I dropped the price after a week, you know, because you got to start high, best offer, everybody wants a deal. Mm. So, <laughs> I um, the first guy made an offer outright of ten grand, mm-hmm. and I had it listed at the time. And I admit this was like a thousand over market value for mm-hmm. like seventeen five, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, no, <laughs> but thank you for making the offer. Let's talk, you know, <clears throat> going back and forth. Kind of an annoying guy. Brandon, that's a pretty lowball bastard. Oh, e- even for that truck. The point is, this guy from New Jersey, it was right as we were leaving PA, and I was like, oh, the timing sucks, because that would have been nice, but mm. <clears throat> kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I mean, he just, and you know, I don't take anything personally when it comes to buying and selling whatever, I get it, but he was just really rubbing me the wrong way and just really wouldn't budge on price. And I, even after I told him, I was like, you know, I'm not selling it for this much. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I got him to come up to 12. Mm-hmm. And I just told him, I was like, I'm not buying it. But he mm-hmm. kept on resending the offer just so it was floating. Mm-hmm. And he's banking on me being impatient. And right. I'm not stupid. Right. I'm, 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 I'm rather not more. sell. I, I, I've gotten to the point where I would rather sell it to somebody else for less money. So yeah. he's really dealing with the wrong person. Uh-huh. Anyways. Well, that's the art of negotiation. You can overplay your hand easily exactly. and fuck up your stance pretty quickly and, and he did that mm-hmm. so this other guy 
didn't make an offer, but he just sent his phone number and an email mes message. And I'm glad he did because apparently if I were to send any contact information, eBay scans your messages because they're Big Brother from 1984. Uh -huh. And if they detect you doing anything like that, they automatically assess you $125 fee. As you're trying like, to take it offline. And then sell it privately? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay. Well, I just straight up didn't respond to that message and texted him immediately. Uh -huh. And then, you know, they have no idea. And he and I have become like big homies. Oh, yeah. Nicest guy in the world. And like good old Southern boy. Uh -huh. Lives in coming. So. Oh, even better. <clears throat> I, wow. Yeah, local buyer. Yeah. So finally, we, we after a couple of failed days, because we had such busy schedules, we I went out to meet him. Tara did not come with me, because we just had a really long day, and I said she didn't have to worry about it. So I went out to meet him. I told him all the stuff. You know, there's a couple of electrical complications, but there's all that extra work that's been done. Overall, the truck's in very good shape, whatever. And he came up with a, with a very fair offer that was fair for both of us. And we shook on it in the truck. He has to sell his truck, which is worth half as much, if that, uh -huh. so that he has down payment. Etc. You get it, and can I guess what? How much? It, how much he offered? Sure, fourteen, thirteen. Oh, yeah. But tr trust me, it's it's fair. Yeah, especially for what's left. We're taking a hit. You yeah. know, there's still plenty on the line. So, anyways, um, it was great. He's thrilled. I mean, and I could tell before he even test drove it. I was like, this guy, he wants it, line he sinker, or whatever the expression is. And then he even told me before he drove it, after I had that thought, he's like, I'm buying this truck. And I was like, okay, great. But we, we just hit it off. It was a great time. And then at the end, this is at night in a mall parking lot. He's like, you want a, you want a beer, dude? I was like, uh, sure. And he's like, hold on. I got something in my truck. And I just, I'm sitting in Tara's truck in the heat with music playing. He, you know, he gets a beer out of his truck, comes in. We just sit and have a beer in the parking lot. I'm like, this is, this is great. Yeah. And this was the this beer. is it? This is the beer. All this for this beer, this Budweiser copper lager. That's how I got there. That's, That's really the good. So we're still waiting. <clears throat> I just talked to him on the phone today. And he's even one of these guys, like, I shot him a text, you know, just keep me posted. What are mm -hmm. you doing? What, do you have any updates? He calls me and he's like, and I just wanted to make sure, I had him on speaker, Tara Hardy. He's mm -hmm. like, I just think it's more personal for me to call you and all oh. this. You know, just somebody That's really, the, you would mm -hmm. take home to mama, yeah. mom and dad. You yeah. know, it was great. That's how I feel, felt about the dude that took over my sublease is um, I I just could tell the way his message was constructed on Craigslist. I actually went for people seeking a room. Mm -hmm. I didn't list it myself. Yeah. I went to people seeking a room and he was like, I'm, I'm trying Good to move call. to the Brookhaven area. And it was the first like legible one that I read. So I texted him and I sent him a legible text to him. Yep. And then he responded and uh, we just like kind of were – talking about what we do and why I was trying to get or why I was trying to sublease the room and everything. Yeah. And then, uh, established a little rapport. Right. And then we met up, we actually met up at the house. I gave him the location. We didn't like meet up first. I yeah. met up at the house first meet up and I showed him around it. And then, uh, cause I could just tell that he was an okay guy. And then at the you end of tell. like the tour of the house, he, we like sat down on the couch <laughs> and I was like, do you want to just like sit down and just have a conversation at least for a little bit? And he was like, yeah, sure. And we sat down and he said, you were the first person that like responded to me with full sentences That's and proper politics. grammar, and I was in, and so I knew that this was at least an okay thing to meet up with you. And I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah. So isn't that funny how the things that you and I expect are absolute deal makers for other people because they're just like blown away by it. Yeah, and, and, and it's the same way with this guy. Like the the eBay guy could make me an offer right now while I'm on the podcast. eBay notification for 14 mm -hmm. and i'm not accepting it now mm -hmm. i am calling bobby and i'm mm -hmm. like hey man 
Yeah. He upped the offer. You know, we need a little something. Or I need some sort of confirmation. But I, I would actually take a thousand dollars less to deal with this guy locally because I love him. Yeah. Than deal with this idiot from New Jersey. That's so, awesome. That's my two cents. Um, beers. And he had beers. Oh, I was gonna say you should buy him a six pack once he once you close oh, the offer. I totally will. Yeah. I totally will. Did you already think about that, or did I just no. put that in your head? Yes. No, I'm just telling you, I will totally do. That. I'll probably buy him a six pack of that specifically. I think you should yeah. for sure. Um. So. Uh, another thing about Budweiser, yeah, it gets a bad rap, right? Could be yeah. like, oh, Bud Light, oh, that's well, the- Bud Light is shit. Budweiser is okay. Oh, hold on, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bud Light was actually my first favorite beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was my the first beer I had with my dad when I was like not eight. I think I was eighteen, and we had, we were making a decision of what college I was going to go to, uh-huh. and he popped open. I remember that, like it like a clear as day. He yeah. popped open a beer and he sat it in front of me. I was like is it for me? And he was like, we need to decide where you're going to go to college. And I was like, okay, let's oh, do it. God, I love him. And we sat down and uh, got to the end and like, by, I already knew that I wanted to go to FSU, but he wanted like to kind of talk it out with me. Yeah. We had a Bud Light. So not only for the nostalgia, I love Bud Light, but I also really enjoyed the taste of it too. It was, a, it was the only beer that like my uh, young taste buds enjoy the lack thereof is what makes it good to young people exactly so i was drinking bud light for a long time and um it's still i mean like i got i got away from it because i started having good craft beers and i was like wow these are so much better these are so much better but every time i go back to a bud light and especially a bud light on draft i always go man this is really good (laughs) and uh the reason i'm saying this is because james and i after we've been going climbing every week, we stop at Ponco yeah. for a Ponco light. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Has he, he told, told you about, about it? Yeah, he okay. has. So Ponco <laughs> said, like, the first time we went to Ponco, which is this chicken place next to uh, our climbing gym here in Atlanta. Uh, I don't know if it's a chain or not. I don't either. But it's ja- it's like Japanese fried chicken. Yeah, it's fusion. It's like an yeah, Asian Asian American. fusion. I don't want to say Japanese specifically. Um, and uh, so we sat at the bar and we got a Ponco beer and we call it ponco light because they said it's what they make in-house but it tastes exactly like bud light and it's got to be bud light there's no way it's not okay but they claim they make it in-house yeah let's put it this way how complicated could it be to replicate bud light i wish i knew more about and this would be a good question for joe, for joe. Sarah. it yep. definitely would i just feel like they maybe maybe make it Mm-hmm. There are tons of restaurants, excuse me, in Atlanta that do make their own house brews. Yeah, tons. A lot. It's of crazy. Them. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, it's usually real basic stuff, but it's like very drinkable. That was the word <clears throat> that I would use. Drinkability. That's Bud Light. <laughs> I was gonna say you, you. You said you. You pour a draft and you say, "Oh man, this tastes good." And I'm like, "It's drinkable. <laughs> it's definitely drinkable." I, I would never say that Bud Light. I, maybe I did earlier in this podcast, so never mind. Yeah, I don't want to say that it tastes like shit. It's just like it's very difficult for me to actually call beer. Yeah, but it's still drinkable, and if you drink enough, you will feel it. Agreed. So, I think I think there's a huge difference between draft Bud Light and bottled Bud Light, though. Too well, basically any beer. Yeah, everything yeah. tastes better on draft. Draft bottle cans. Yeah, you know, in that order. What? I don't know. I was, I was trying to think of a segue because I thought I had something. Where else do you want to go? And I'll give you the segue. I'll, <laughs> I'll make our way toward it. I don't know. You want to take a break? Yeah. 
I can't remember. It's all good, man. You're really playing with your beard a lot, huh? Oh, yeah. I do a lot of Mr. Bennett. Yeah. Mr. Bennett. $5,000. What scene is that from when he when he does that? And he and he grabs his beard like that. That Mr. It, isn't that the one whenever uh, he's like real hot? Big Daddy is real hostile. What movie is this? Django. Yeah. I've never seen it. I know, and we keep saying, I know, I, I, dude, we've been what? saying we're gonna watch it forever. Oh, if well, you don't were... let me, don't let me watch it. Well, let's do a, a we should do a Django and um, Hitman. No, uh, Django and uh, Exit Wounds Night with Claire. Oh, that's right. Has she seen it? No, not Exit Wounds. No, I don't know about Django. Seen, yeah, she's uh, seen Django. Have you ever seen Blazing Saddles? Yeah. We watched it with the slices. Oh yeah. The other night. We watched that and well, Spaceballs. Yeah, nice. we watched Spaceballs because Alex hasn't seen it, and then we watched I don't think Blazing Saddles Balls. because they're short movies. They're really not long at all. And the way so, movies are supposed to be. Yeah. Exactly. And I, was like, I was like, if you guys like Mel Brooks, you need to see Blazing Saddles because. Yeah, because it's a they, groundbreaking movie. It, it really is. It truly is. Well, they always they're always fucking quoting. Um, what's the they are always quoting Monty Python? Isn't that Mel Brooks? No, mm. no. That's it's a, it's literally Monty Python. Oh, Monty okay. Python is a group of <laughs> British. Is Mel Brooks an actor in it? Mel in, Brooks in, is an in, actor in, in his Mo- own movies. In his own movies, but is he in Monty Python? Well, no. The best comparison is you have Monty Python, which is the group of British actors and actresses, whatever. Mel Brooks is like the Monty Python of the United States. Mm, okay, but he's one because guy. like because you like you see like in Monty Python and the Holy Grail, the movie just falls apart at the end. It just mm-hmm. is like, what the hell is happening? Yeah, yeah, they are extremely similar. Blazing Saddles is the same kind of thing. It takes you through a story. Maybe that's why but... I thought it was. <clears throat> yeah. Sim- maybe that's why I was connecting the two. What um? What are you guys doing for the holidays? Tea. Spending a lot of money. On yeah. Alex. No, just traveling. Oh, where are you guys going? We are going back to Pittsburgh. Oh. And then we're gonna spend some time with your family. Mm-hmm. Gonna try to see my family. Um, my mom and dad are coming down to Pittsburgh. Uh, for I think a couple days. Yeah. When are your parents coming to Atlanta? Not sure yet. I think my mom wants to come when it's real shitty. Oh, when it's shitty there's, there's up gonna there. Be, there's right. going to be like three feet of snow. I thought there. you meant shitty here. No. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I told her, and I was like, "Well, I'm like, I feel even like... in the spring too, because we have when does spring start here? Like April? Oh, sooner earlier. than that. Yeah. March. Yeah. In in spring up there in Bradford doesn't start typically until may early may <laughs> well yeah. i feel like your dad is hard to get oh to go on. yeah you he, have no he he's why they haven't been down idea. here yeah. my dad is a very he's like a homebody uh-huh. that's that's yeah. the best definition wonder for where it. you get that from and uh even on vacations like typically what we would do for vacations we would do like the family beach vacation in the summertime or whatever we would stop once. We would drive almost the entire way because he did not want to be driving. And was then, he also pissing in bottles like Alex? Is that why you love him? In front of the no, family? he would just hold it. <laughs> Cody would go in the back with Gatorade bottles. Nice. Um, <laughs> That's good. My parents would dehydrate us. My dad would literally force my mom to change us in the car while he was driving because he didn't want to Your parents would dehydrate you? Like they just wouldn't give you liquid all day? Oh, yeah. That's what they would do. My brother would just piss himself all day long. Wait. You have to. You have to. You see, no liquids. Oh, I see what you're saying. At lunchtime, you can have your water and all this other bullshit. But he would just drink like a whole bottle of Gatorade. And then he'd have to pee. Oh, yeah. That's very typical. It's like, no, no. Holy shit. It's like... Yeah, you gotta make some time, but even when we got to our destination on vacation, he would want to stay 
there, which I am the same. I'm kind of the same way, but not as rigid as he is. I mean, I appreciate being a home, like the home homeliness of it. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to like articulate what I'm thinking in my brain, and it's just not working. Must Perfect. be the must be the Budweiser. It must be that Budweiser. <laughs> yeah. The BCL. That's what we're gonna call it. From the now Bickle. On. The Bickle. <laughs> you want a Bud Cop? Bud Copla? Dude, what else? What else is going on? Nothing. What are you doing for the holidays? Nothing. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing for the holiday? Wait, we didn't finish. Oh yeah, we didn't finish. Okay, are we doing anything interesting? Stay. We're staying at our at our hotel where we where the magic began. Okay. Um, are you guys gonna go to the casino again? Oh yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah. We're gonna so. do that one night. Um, go to a couple of the restaurants we went to. I'm gonna take her to the like. In my humble opinion, the nicest restaurant in Pittsburgh, which is Monterey Bay. Monterey Bay. It's up on top of Mount Washington. Mm-hmm. The I've view is been. breathtaking. And you haven't been to Mount Washington? Is... I've been to Mount Washington. Monterey I just, Bay. I can't. Oh, not Monterey, Monterey Bay. Monterey Bay and all those restaurants are just way above my pay grade, so mm-hmm. I just don't go near them. It's it's just fantastic. What else? Staying at a, a beautiful little hotel at hey, home. Can I get some beard oil? Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The way you just like let go of your face and everything's pointing. <laughs> yeah, like, this yeah. thing's hilarious. Okay, let me let me bring up a weird topic since right. we don't have any agenda for this episode. <laughs> Tara and I, this is actually a little embarrassing. Oh yeah, oh, no. my my parents don't let us sleep together. Uh huh. Oh, I'm, my parents didn't let me and uh, my girlfriend sleep together for a long time. But well, that sounded like that's in the past tense, meaning now you would be fine. Yeah, I that am. and. I'm going to talk to my parents about it. Yeah. It's like, listen. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I had to do. I'm definitely going to marry this girl. Mm-hmm. When, when are we done with this? Because yeah. otherwise, there's a hotel like that we love Less now. than five minutes away. Yeah. Less than five minutes away. And it's just like, it's all, it, not only am I willing to pay the money because it's not a fortune. It's, it's like making a statement. It's like, yeah. you get to see me a few times a year. Yeah. Coming down for the holidays. Are we going to be adults or do I have to go sleep in a hotel with Tara? And it's, and honestly, God, I'll say this out loud. It's not, it's not sexual. Yeah. I want to fucking sleep with yeah. Tara. That's yeah. it. Yeah. My parents are the same way. They come from that like old school mentality. Mm-hmm. But you know, at the same time. They met me and they made well, me exceptional. At the same time, <laughs> you know, my parents see me. I'm a 27 and a half year old adult. I'm going to be 28 soon. So. Froggy. You're, we're basically, if you, if you think about it, I'm almost 30, so I'm daddy. Oof. <laughs> Blazing Saddles reference. Basically, basically, almost a third of the way through my life. Mm-hmm. So I'm an actual adult, not an 18-year-old quote-unquote adult. That's the thing about it is I think my, my parents kind of, they're from that old school mentality, but I'll what be honest, honest, Alex was the first relationship when I brought him home to meet the family was that what are you laughing well, at well that is burp yeah it was oh, so gross I thought you were laughing at me and no, I'm like you're, fuck off you're praising me and I just vomit everywhere continue Alex was the I first this relationship was the first relationship where I brought I brought him home and this was the first time that my parents allowed me to sleep with my significant other mm-hmm. and my brother same so like my parents would <laughs> you're right Last year when I was bringing Alex home, I remember talking on the phone with my mom and dad, like on speaker or whatever, and my mom was like, oh, I don't have enough room to put everyone in all their separate different rooms and areas to sleep. She's like, I don't want everyone sleeping on couches. She's like, I might just have to, you know, bite the bullet and have you guys, allow you guys to sleep together. 
But she's like, you can't be canoodling under my roof. There's still some rules. Oh, my God. And I'm like, Mom, and... We respect that. We we, we do respect it, honestly, because the entire... Almost the entire house is hardwood flooring, and there's like two... <laughs> Tara's two, like, only because like, we can. There's like two-inch gaps. <laughs> only because you'll hear me shit. Yeah, yeah, there's two-inch gaps underneath the door, and I'm like, they're gonna hear yeah. shit on hardwood flooring underneath the doors. Shit. Well, oh actually, my. there's something about... Oh, <laughs> oh my God. There's no. actually something about having sex when you don't want people to hear you. Not just saying your parents. That's but. just one of the things, like, I, my parents have that old-school mentality. We do respect their rules, but they also understand and they i think they understand and see it you know when alex and i look at each other they know we're going to be together they know we're going to get married eventually deep my parents have never let never really allowed it um it's really interesting because i've had girlfriends who have been like yeah my parents have allowed it since i was 14 years old 15 years old and then i have girlfriends who who didn't allow it until they were you know still don't allow it Yeah, yeah yeah it's just it just depends on the people but um at the same time i just started doing it i didn't even ask my parents like i was like because because normally if like my girlfriend was going to be sleeping at my house it was going to be like because we were getting home late from hanging out with my friends at like one and they're already asleep and i'm not gonna set my girlfriend up on the couch i'm gonna be like you coming to bed with me yeah and normally it's i like have to have the talk with my girlfriends about it because they're always like well if your parents don't want that i'm not gonna do it right because they want to respect them Mm -hmm. but it's not about them respecting them. It's about, you know, me having that talk with my parents, which I finally did yeah. a couple girlfriends ago. And I was just like, I, you guys know that I sleep with her every single day yeah. when I'm not with you guys. So that's it's not, exactly and it, it's, and it's a it's comfort like, it's, thing. It's, it's a thing where like, that's our norm. Yeah. Like we, we actually, and the, I don't know, we can include this in the podcast or not, but like Alex and I have a habitual routine in the morning where we will on work days we'll set the alarm and we will snooze it for at least 30 minutes and all we will do you guys are that, fucking crazy usually, no, no do, it's usually a full hour Ugh. sometimes it gets up yeah between 30, <laughs> 30 to 60 minutes and all it is is like this weird canoodling. half half sleeping canoodling slumber of cuddling and it's just like the it's it's so intimate and it's so i don't know lovey like mm-hmm. it's so lovey and it's like oh like i'm so happy that i get to lay in this bed with you and wake up next to you mm-hmm. and then like we go there and it's like i don't get to sleep next to him and it's like what am i doing yeah like, why am i being what treated? Am I, not, I should just kill myself why am i being what? treated like <laughs> i'm a child when whatever there's like, no I'm, sense in wasting any days yeah that's there's all. no sense in wasting that sleeping together because mm-hmm. that's something i value i value being I next to. to you yeah hey let's um let's segue into People being crazy with their fucking snooze alarms. That, okay, <laughs> I have a lot to say about that. Claire, yeah, I know you got you guys are clearly that. Claire also, I, before we go to bed, she pulls out her phone every single night and hits the buttons, the, like the turn on for all of our alarms. Hits one at um, six oh five. Hit one at six twenty. Hits one at six forty. Hits one at seven. And I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. I just want to sleep until that time. Yeah. And she's. And she's like, oh, I just sleep so good when I have to hit the snooze alarm. It's a fact. You're not sleeping good. You're no, taking you're yourself out of... Yeah. Well, you're interrupting it every single that, time. She, uh, you're correct that it's a fact. <laughs> she's correct that people are different. Yeah. And like, dude, I do that every single morning oh, and horrible. I feel great. You're horrible. See, I know. I'm, I'm well, I, I don't set multiple alarms. I, I don't set multiple you alarms. You set one and you're the snooze manager. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't have anything on my phone. She's so in charge he, of my yes. life. So, yeah. So I will set an alarm and I ask him, I say, 
when is the latest <laughs> that we need to actually leave the apartment and be on the road to get to work by whatever time you need to get to work. Yeah. And he tells me, say, we need to leave at 8 o'clock on the dot mm-hmm. to get there or whatever. So I'm like, okay, how much time do you need she to She sets it for 7. So I'll set, <laughs> or, or no, I'll no, no, set no. the alarm. Yeah. We will build in snooze time. So I won't set it for 6 a.m. I will actually set it for like 7 a.m. or maybe a little bit later. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm like, 715 we're snoozing twice, and we're getting out of this bed. Oh, snoozing twice? twice. That's no, fine. No, that's no, 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 no. That's, yeah, that's I, I don't know what you're talking us. about. I actually don't know what that's you're talking about. That's low for us. <laughs> and then sometimes he'll be like, oh, babe, i got to get to work by 8. And then I that, will that's set like an alarm. That's like a 6.30 alarm. So I will set an alarm at 6.30, and it'll go off, and I will snooze it. I say, hey, I'm like, alarm's going off. What do you want to do? And he goes, one more. <laughs> well, that's all I I ask one more. him what he wants, because it doesn't bother me. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, you're the one that needs to get to work at such and such time. Yeah. And you are still laying in bed. <laughs> How long does it take you guys to get ready in the morning? Like 15 oh, minutes. Yeah. I'm, and less for me. I, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm whatever Tara is minus five minutes, because I yeah. get up, mm-hmm. brush teeth, put clothing on. If I'm feeling, if I'm feeling proactive, I'll comb my hair and beard. That's like fifty percent of the time, yeah. and then I'm ready to go. Yeah, yeah. Well, I need to be at work by nine, so I wake up at like eight twenty ish and get on the road by eight thirty. Yeah, I mean, it takes me. I roll out of bed, I brush my teeth, I comb my hair, I put on clothes. That takes me ten minutes. Mm-hmm. I give Ro food and a, and a bone and yep. pet her for a couple seconds, and yep. then I'm on the road. But I just don't know why you would waste all this valuable sleep that you could have. So you are one of the science. You're a science sleeper. Yeah. You, if, if, if I have to get up really early, I will, let's say I have to leave at 6.15. Mm-hmm. I will set your alarm before for I go 6.05. To, before I go to bed, I do a swear to God. Uh-huh. Then I'm going to do a, a, a Papa's Patali. Mm-hmm. I'm not kidding you. Mm-hmm. I actually like word it that way. I'll set my alarm for six. And as soon as it goes off. I'm like, oh, fuck, because I have to get up. So I get out of bed. I do his thing. I stretch. I put my arms up in the air, and I, I count down from – no, I do count from five to one, and then I get up and do the stretch, and yeah. I'm good to go. And you do – and you actually have to get up on three. Wasn't that his rule? I thought – I thought – That you count down from five, but maybe. you get up at three. Right, we got we to gotta double check on that. Yeah. But, yeah, it, it, I have this whole process for it. So that's how I actually get out of bed on a night whenever I'm crunched for time. But, yeah, it just – that snoozing to me, that's what I enjoy, and I don't have any problems functioning during the day, and mm-hmm. I don't get tired at 10 p.m. So mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's fine. Yeah, everybody's different. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it doesn't matter how much sleep Tara, uh, Tara, Claire gets. Uh, she'll she can wake up at 10, sleep for another four hours during the day, just like naps throughout yeah. the day, and then go to sleep at 8 p.m. 9 p.m. So I'm like, why? You are awake for six hours today. Yeah. How are you tired? She's like a cat. <laughs> yeah. There, uh, there is an absolute such thing as getting too much sleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Abs- if I sleep too long, I am dead mm-hmm. the next we day. We actually dead. did it um, this past Sunday where yeah. we, we woke night. up at a decent hour. We woke up at like 9 or 9.30. Went to mass. Went to mass at 10.30 in Buckhead. And then... Got drunk. We lunch. went to Gordon Biersch, which is there, because that, that's a place that I would go uh, when I lived in Buffalo, and I loved it, because very, very low amount of people go there, and they have really, really, really... They brew their own beer. They have awesome beer. Incredible beer. Yeah. And I would go there. No one's there. I'd sit at the bar, get 
Host. I mean, the one time I sat there. <laughs> Please make Haas a word for drunk lord. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. The one time I was, and I told Alex this recently, um, when I was in Buffalo previously, like 2015, 2016, I would sit at the bar and, and just drink and eat dinner and stuff just to get out of my apartment and do things because I was just. An invalid. An invalid. And the one day they actually had the Lord of the Rings playing on TV. So I sat at this bar and watched the entirety. I actually moved. Wait, hold on. I'm, I got to go back to invalid. Is that, is that like the noun version of invalid? Well, I mean, I know invalid, no, no, is, invalid is the noun version and invalid is adjective. But there's two. It's, yeah. We didn't use it really correctly. It's it's a funny it's like a, a spoonerism. No, like it's a hermit. Not, you were a hermit, but an invalid is somebody who is housebound medically. Okay, usually. well, invalid is also good for somebody who's like just housebound. Yeah, be we're good. saying it jokingly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's good. So yeah, I watched. I sat there, All watched of the, the entirety of Lord of the Rings on TV at a bar drinking. by myself drinking. That's and, and, that's and, something and, Alex would do. No, it isn't. <laughs> no, that is definitely not something he would well, do. The, he's a he's a person, and I, I'd maybe, chat up everybody maybe, at that bar. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you are an object in motion, whereas I am an object at rest. Yeah, and inertia keeps both of us doing what we want to do. <laughs> yeah, you stay at rest and I stay in motion until I'm acted upon by another force. Me. Yeah, you, you just wait. That's why it, no, that's Newton's not. Law, that's why Newton's Law, you guys met perfectly in the middle and then this like big bang happened. Yes. You guys are a new universe. I the Alex Terra combo. I think so. I think that might have been what happened. I think that, I think Tommy just explained it through physics. Yeah. Cheers and end this episode. Cheers. <laughs> Wait, dude, is there anything else you want to say? No. Okay. <laughs> Wait, aren't you guys going to play Pitman? Oh! <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay, two quick updates. We that, might do that this weekend. We'll have yeah. to make it an episode this weekend. No, we are. Okay. Next episode, you guys, we talked about the game Hitman 2 that just came out. We're gonna re- we're probably just going to record all of it. And we're either going to post a really long episode. And, like, you know, if it sounds good, the audio, audio quality is fun, then we'll leave it. Otherwise, we'll I'll whack it up and edit it and make it just, you know, highlights or something like that. So that's what you can look forward to for the next episode. And, um... The only person that requested the Christmas puzzle was Chad P. Oh! So he's getting the take one down beer puzzle. Okay. And also, nobody told us what charity to donate to. So you and I will come up with the charity on our own and we'll announce what it is on the next podcast. Awesome. Yeah. So those other like 40 regular listens, 40, 50 regular listens that we get, nobody wants to respond to us. You guys are all assholes. Is that that what's going on? That's that's what you said. (laughs) (laughs) Or, or as Jesus said, thou sayest it. Okay, thanks. <laughs>